Welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Sam. I'm Michael. I'm Nay. I'm Brennan. Hey. hey. Friends, the time has come. Today, the mood may feel a little somber <laughs> because we are having a funeral for me. <laughs> Do you hear that voice whispering on the winds? <laughs> Can we add an echo effect <laughs> to um, your voice? Or I could do it just live. Like, we, we, we are, are, are. <laughs> But I want it to be Vitamin C's voice from Scary Movie 2. Oh, my God. When she's the echoer and all those <laughs> ghost bits. Vitamin C. The music room. What a moment. Music room. I saw that movie two months ago, and I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> I think Scary Movie 2 is really funny. So when Cindy's walking through the hallway, uh-huh. like, she's like, just walking through and she hears go to the music room okay the yeah, music yeah. room and you hear the echo of that and mm-hmm. she's like go to the fucking music room yeah. <laughs> cindy's like what what are you saying <laughs> how many times would you say you've seen <clears throat> scary movie two scary movie two yeah a handful not as much as scream two oh, good Duh. maybe a hundred uh, okay because i'm just like how do you remember all of these things from all actually all three of you how do you remember so much because i don't remember anything from any movie ever <laughs> almost and like, movies like, i do movies i really like i watch a lot over and over again brian same, actually yeah. asks me that question all the time he's like you've seen this and i'm like yeah He's like, so why are you watching it again? I'm like, because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, re- and, I rewatch movies too. Yeah, sure. And one thing that helps for me is that I tend to either write a review or record a podcast uh, about anything that I talk about. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of auditory, kinesthetic, like all the different learning styles help me remember like at least the important bits of movies. Because yeah. it's I weird because I, I have a bad memory. But when it comes to like film and television, it's like my brain's, that's where my memory center I can, is. Because I can remember everything about that kind of stuff. Anything with any amount of action, gone. I cannot remember yeah. it. Like 47 meters down on cage, saw it a couple of days ago, by the way, pin on that tea time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what happened until the end. Yeah, I saw the first um, movie. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> well, Mandy Moore, and that's all we need to know yeah. because she's and like a joy. Two girls in so a cage good. at the bottom of the sea with sharks around and one going, if your boyfriend could see you right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, straight guy wrote this. <laughs> uh, well, um, and then they giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, oh, of death, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I have asked for uh, a few things this episode because yes. uh, it is my Sam's last not really day. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not dead, but much like the movie, today's movie, Tammy and the T-Rex, um, this funeral is happening in front of me. <laughs> this, is, this is a podcast adaptation of that movie, The Farewell with Aquafina. Oh, boy. That movie was so good. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Is it yeah. It's incredibly sad. Oh, good. So this episode will be too. <laughs> um, because I will miss you guys, and I really we'll enjoyed my too. time with you, friends. But Avi, you'll be here yeah. again. Yeah, you'll yeah. be popping your head in like a yes. sitcom neighbor. <laughs> you'll be our Aunt Jackie. <laughs> Any, anytime you'd like me to Aunt Jackie my way into this room, I will. Um, but I have asked, I've made a request um, for my eulogy. I would like shady summaries of me. <laughs> friends, did you, did you bring anything? Of course. Or, yeah. I think. Can I break the seal on this one? Sure, would you please? Um, Okay. Sam never does anything halfway except for his (laughs) t-shirts. 
<laughs> oh my god, I had top. Yes. 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 It actually took I me a minute. Brennan. <laughs> yeah. No, like 80% of your Instagram stories are you taking scissors to a new t-shirt. <laughs> I almost spit my drink on this. You're a shirt serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I have no fabric left in my closet. It's you should do something trash. with all the extra fabric. Like, make a blanket out of it. That could Ooh. be cool. Or like a bunch of leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> or some matching headbands for sure. Oh my God, Brennan, you look so nervous. <laughs> I just, I didn't know how it was going to go. So I wanted to get it out of the really? way. Yours wasn't even me. Was that it? I'm not that mean. Is that it? Hit me, nay. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, Sam Wine. Sam Weinman asks to be roasted, knowing damn well he's going to cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or make it into a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a t-shirt. Are you? Is that yours too? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go. All right. I go. <laughs> I'm next. Okay. Well, Sam mentioned a dick pic this week. Will Sam also mention a mediocre pop star from the early aughts this week? Will Sam mention an STD this week? <laughs> if you said yes to all three, then you must be listening to Attack of the Crew. <laughs> I wish that was a review. Five stars. That was, yeah. Honestly. Sam is also present. I can't remember why Michael was a writer, you know. Sometimes you say things and I'm like, oh, that is very funny. Damn. Yeah. I'm much better with the written word as before the show started. I said shabby summary instead of shady summary. Well, well, shabby summary. I love a shabby summary. Oh my God, please stop. And this was rewritten. (laughs) Yeah, draft three times. Yeah. Um, Friends, thank you. Thank you very much. I love that we we could do that because I knew Sam would be a good sport about it. Oh, yeah. Well, he asked for it. Yeah. It's what a lot of of people would ask for that. Friends, but that's what we do here. Like, it's like, you know, we get to do it. It We get to roast our favorite movies. Why not roast our favorite people? I'm making assumptions here. Sure. (laughs) I would not let that happen for me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I could actually deal. No, look. I mean, so I give you mad credit. If you want just shady summaries of yourself, just make a Scruff account. (laughs) (laughs) The realest. No, I'm just saying, gay dating apps are- You need to tweet that. That's amazing. Just self-flagellation for the ego. It's it's wild out there, everyone. I I hate that. I, most of the time, have all of them deleted. Mm -hmm. I was traveling last week, was like, oh, you know, sometimes it's nice to meet queers in other cities because of Tinder. Yeah. It's like new- uh, crop of people. You know what though? It was I. I even had to take some screenshots of some people's uh, yes. profiles because, and I would never like post them publicly right. to like Shame make fun of them. But maybe on my close friends list on my Instagram <laughs> stories. But maybe if you had one that you wanted to describe, which one would it be? Oh, good oh, question. My God, there was a, oh my God, there was just so many. I was in. I don't even like. Do I even want to say the region of the country I was in because I don't. If they want to like directly roast Kansas, that region of queers. No, I wasn't in Kansas, but there were just so many <laughs> mentions of being tender or little or small, like S M O L, and I wanted to die. Like I really hated it. I left, swipe left, left, left. I ended up swiping left on people I actually wanted to swipe right on because you know you just get in the groove, yeah, and muscle memory, and then they're gone. And I'm like, I'm not paying for Tinder Gold to get them back. Yeah. So hope you find me somewhere else. You know. I remember yeah. being on Tinder before I met Brian and having one of those days where it was just like left, 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 and like a very handsome. 
semi-famous gay person mm-hmm. popped up mm-hmm. who I've always had a crush on. It was me. Instinctively swiped oh, left. Yeah. And oh. I remember screaming and yes. my roommate's like, what? I'm like, I just swiped left on somebody. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like, bam, bam, Did bam. you consider paying for it right then? I don't to think be able there to- was oh, okay. that at the time. Because now they got, they're like, uh, that's smart. I'd don't like miss out on Kim or whoever. <laughs> they're like, give you an option Control. to pay. Yeah. Right. So does right. it say that after every swipe left now? No. No. Oh, no. Because there's a little back button. And if you hit that, it'll uh, be like, don't miss out on so-and-so. Oh, wow. And so sometimes that happens and I'm like, no, like that person was actually, like actually I really would have swiped right. And then I don't and then I'm obviously not going to pay for it. And I'm like, you know what? They they wouldn't have matched with me anyway. So like <laughs> why am I going to pay to only find out that they did not match with me? <laughs> So yeah, that's a cute story. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. a small. I've it's never not. heard that word. Small. I never have either. It's is not. it an abbreviation for like? No, it's just. I just feel like it's cutesy. it's like when yeah when you know Got people it. say pupper or like yeah, when oh, people yeah. of, like interpret dog videos that dialect. And like I'm heckin' mad, Karen. Give me my chimkin. <laughs> chicken. And I'm like okay. Right. Yeah. Or friend. F R E N. Friend. I will watch the dog video, but I don't I like love the the Tinder profiles. <laughs> I love we rate dogs and my the other dog pro- pick. My Twitter family thing. will text me and be like, did you see the newest we rate dogs? And like, I don't follow them for a reason. <laughs> I, not, 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 not to, not to diss on it. I just like dog thoughts. That's the one I really it's like. Too cute for me. It's so cute. Well, I would love to share uh, I'm so what I'm up to next, if that's cool. Yeah. Before we go into tea time, uh, just to promote myself <laughs> in like a super <laughs> obvious way. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, Satanic Panic is having its LA premiere. So it'll be out by the time I'm. You'll be there. Me too. You'll be there. Yeah. Brennan? I wasn't invited, I don't oh, think. So it's on. Uh, oh, I mean, I bought a ticket. Yeah, so I was not on. invited either. Okay. There's no, like, yeah, everyone had to buy a ticket. Satanic okay. Panic is. I just did not know it was happening. Eventbrite. But. Or oh, Fandango. You can buy yeah, Fandango. Fandango. I'll look into it's it. It's a the Egyptian. Um, it's Chelsea Stardust film. And I directed Second Unit. Sweet. So some of those shots are mine. Yay. Um, and then this fall, um, my segment in December is coming out. So December is a holiday horror anthology. And I have a queer horror segment. Oh, awesome. and so it's coming out this fall. It comes out individually? Um, so, uh, no, it's going to be one big, gig- apparently, like, where it is? It's like two and a half hours, guys. Whoa. Because it's. It's a lot. Okay. Like Twenty some segments. Or so if you don't fall asleep by segment seventeen, <laughs> are you segment seventeen? I'm segment seventeen, Was baby. Saving the best for seventeenth. Is it twenty five? Twenty. There's twenty four, and then I don't think I can say anything else. Okay. Got yeah. It. But I. Uh, but yeah, mine's milk and cookies and bitch puddings in it. So if you guys are uh, a fan of Dracula, bitch pudding is fucking awesome. Um, so AJ Bowen from your next is in it as well, mm-hmm. right? He's also in Satanic Panic, right? Yes. So your segment comes out this fall, meaning the whole movie comes out. The whole movie, sorry, yeah. December comes out this fall. Milk and Cookies is my segment in it. Got it. And then like a holiday release? Are we talking like Thanksgiving? So I think it's gonna do film festival stuff. Oh cool. Um pretty soon. Or we're gonna hear back. But they're they haven't announced. Oh yeah, it's done. Oh no shit. And uh, and then No, but BJ's uh, got a movie. Dread Central. BJ Mm -hmm. BJ BJ has one and uh Vivian Vaughn has one with um, with uh, Barbara Crampton. Yeah, Michael Verratti. There are like, there's so much awesome, so many female driven and queer horror. Like people, it's great. It's uh, it's a good group. Cool. And so, uh, yeah, that'll be. I think Dread Presents is doing that one. I should have done my homework before I looked. But there, but it's yeah. epic or 
Yeah, epic. epic. That's what it is. And then uh, lastly, as you guys know, I'm doing this queer horror doc for Shudder that is the follow-up to Horror Noir. So no pressure, because that's a perfect movie. Um, You're going to do great. I'm so excited. You're going to be so gay. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be so gay. I don't think I can talk about um, dick pics and STDs in that one, but you know, I wouldn't put it past me. I find mean, a way. I'm sure it's relevant somehow. <laughs> Tie it right nice. in with the Hayes Code. <laughs> But do you have a title for that yet? Or are you still kicking around? So we, yeah, we're still figuring that out. Cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I guess all, time. all of my titles are, um, you know, dick pics, luscious. dick. Yeah. They all have to do with like Mandy Moore, vitamin C, <laughs> you know, how it is. can we just call this Hillary Duff? <laughs> Hillary Duff presents, uh, the come clean remix. They're like, that's already, that's not even a movie. I- <laughs> Hillary Duff presents. <laughs> Hillary Duff it. presents Hillary Duff as Sharon Tate in <laughs> for Michael Kors. <laughs> Did you see that Chris Peckover just in yes. And I'm just like, God, there's so many queer horror filmmakers that we know. And that I so just great. like, I just can't wait to tie all this shit together and just like kick down this fucking door that we've all been mm. staring at. Yeah. It was nice to see. I saw him post it and then I saw you and then like in my feed, it was, he posted it. Then you commented. And then Chris Landon commented it was just like so. Chris Landon yeah, yeah, posted, yeah. and then Chris Peckover's re- Chris Peckover's reply was, "Thanks, Alpha Chris." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am Hot. turned on. Yeah, um, my DP texted me and he goes, "Where's this OnlyFans link?" Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, Alpha Chris. Um, uh, I texted Chris Peckover and I was like, "Congrats on your article on Deadline. That's awesome. So, congrats on the movie, and really." The biggest congrats should be on what a great photo they use because that's the most important thing. <laughs> it was a good choice. It was a good photo. Uh, Limbo is the name of the movie. Does he that's have a cool. bad photo though? <laughs> what a handsome guy. Um, but back to the documentary yes. that yeah. you're going to be making for Shutter. What can you tell us about your kind of plan of attack? Yeah, I'm. So uh, the thing is, Love following that up. Question. Yeah, thank you for asking. Because yeah. the because horror noir is um, is it's a really academic perspective and I was nervous about it because we don't have, like I left horror noir and I'm like, we don't have our moments like horror noir. Uh, there's the, it goes into the black exploitation period in the seventies. We talk about nineties uh, moments that uh, like demon night and tales from the hood, these bigger mainstream moments all leading up to get out. We don't have that. Um, like we talk about it on the show a lot. We have a lot of queer coding and we have, and there are a lot of things happening in independent film right now, which is so fucking cool. Um, we don't have an arc essentially. We don't have an arc. We don't have our big moment that we're going to hang this movie on. And, um, and, and then for a second I got like kind of bummed out and I was telling, um, Phil about it. Phil's the, uh, one of the producers, Phil, uh, Phil was the editor of Fangoria as well. And, um, I just, I I told him I was like feeling bummed and I'm like, "I, I just don't, I told him a story about how like I've gone on a lot of meetings and people um, on the way out, the executives are always like, Hey, you know, somebody is going to, whoever gets this idea, they're going to make a lot of money. We're just not ready for it. And Phil was like, well, that's our movie. And, uh, and, and so we've approached it from a perspective of it being a much like a personal story. Like I'm going to go through the, um, through the history of horror. I'm going to talk about uh, queer horror, starting with Nosferatu in 1922 and moving all the way to now. Um, Cause that director was queer. And, oh. um, and kind of just, uh, point at the things that we'd expect to see like Hayes code along the way, but also, uh, point at the, 
how those things inform our limitations today. Why don't we have our quote gay get out? Why don't we have uh, like where where are the where are the things that are holding us back? But yeah, and we and I want to talk to a, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> cool. There are so many people who want to talk about this stuff. As we know, you have a whole podcast about it. <laughs> so <laughs> great, mm-hmm. looking forward. But yeah, so uh, I'm. Well, I actually can't. Yeah, I'm just excited. There's no, there's there's really cool stuff too that awesome. I just can't wait to talk about when I can. That's great. Yeah, keep everyone in suspense. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like this voice you have going on. It's funeral voice. Do you like that, Brennan? <laughs> we are gathered here today. We are here for someone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like kind of sexy. But like, so are funerals, right? <laughs> Anyways, transition. Okay. <laughs> uh, Friends, tea time. What are we watching? Listening um, to, uh, looking at. I watched two movies this week, and we should probably be quick because we're already late in. I'm going to be fast. I watched Ready or Not last night. Super fun. Yes. Super, super fun. Um, Samara Weaven's um, Bad Bitch Lover. She screams like nothing I've ever heard. Oh my heard. God. Yeah. And like, it, she's just so good in the movie. And I love the whole, I actually really like the entire cast. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to give too much away. She's just so awesome in the movie. Go see it. You should see it in a theater with people. Yeah. It's a crowd pleaser movie. Yeah. I think if you were to watch it at home, it may not have the same effect on you because the audience I was in last night was like super into the movie and it just yeah. makes the movie more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut my beard and go with Samara for Halloween. That's the only thing I would cut my beard for. Cause that her like trimmed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like her, dress. her crop yeah, like <laughs> wedding dress. Gone. Oh my God. The blood. I was like, like the sleeve around yes. her hand. Have oh, you seen it yet? No. Oh, Sam loves so a scissor. Good. Oh, <laughs> just, Sam does love a scissor. It. I need it. Um, and it's like a really, it's just a fun movie. That's yeah. fucking score. And it was so fucking good. Mm. Um, and then on Tuesday I went to the 35th anniversary, 35th anniversary screening of a nightmare on Elm street in a, at the Chinese theater, not the big thousand seat, but the bigger one of the other six that has, I think it seats like maybe three or 400 people. And it was sold mm-hmm. out and Heather Langenkamp and Amanda West were there and they were Goddesses. joys because they both were like, like Heather would do, Nancy would do something amazing and you'd hear Amanda like scream like that's Heather. <laughs> or like, you'd hear her scream, Get him Nancy. So they were like, it was so cute to hear them like, cheering each other's characters on as they were watching the movie. And like, it made the entire audience like really in the movie. It, I've seen that movie three times now on the big screen and Tuesday night was <clears throat> the best experience of those three. And it was like, in a way it was like seeing the movie for the first time again, because I was kind of felt like I was watching it through like Amanda and Heather's memories of the movie. Oh it was so cool. They were like in a down in the middle in a really great. And they just were like, you could hear Amanda like clapping for her when she would do something badass. It was like, obviously them. Like, I don't know for certain that it was, but it was like, I know mm-hmm. it was the two of them, like just enjoying the shit out of the movie. And like, I've always thought Nancy was a great final girl, but man, Heather gives a really fucking good performance in that movie. And I used to always kind of say that I thought the weakest aspect of Nancy was Heather's performance. And I don't know what it was last night that made me finally realize, holy shit, she gives an amazing performance in that movie. Like subtle when she needs to be a badass when she needs to be. I love nothing more. And I've said that on the show before when like your main character 
<clears throat> immediately kind of breaks down a wall with the way they're portrayed something. And like her essentially a few times early in the movie telling Johnny Depp's character, like fuck off. We're not here to have sex type of dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's just so bold because like they're usually the arc is like demure to badass. And she's kind of a badass the entire movie. Like she knows who she is and she knows what she wants. So I just really took stock in her character for the first time ever. I love it. I love that. I love it so much. And Wes's direction is just so fucking insanely good in that movie. Rest in peace. I know I miss him. Me too. We're actually coming up on the anniversary of his death, which yeah, yeah it's on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, I saw those, and then I did your. I did what you requested. I don't know if you want yes. to get everybody else's. Uh, friends who are listening. Everyone I'm else's mm-hmm. tea time really quick first and then back to those or what? Well. How do you want to do it? Let's just jump in. Let's tell them because we, I made some special mm. requests. I wanted my favorite people to do my favorite things. <laughs> okay. Since it's my funeral. And uh, so Michael is, uh, I asked him to, to rank something for us. So Sam, of course, put it in the scream realm. Of course. And he asked me to give me, give everyone my five favorite scream looks. <laughs> But I didn't do, like, what you'd expect as far as, like, Tatum's nipples. <laughs> okay. Tatum's nipples outfit or her 10 shirt or stuff like that. I did my five favorite looks regardless if they're hot. I just did my five favorite looks in the to. entire series. Yes. So four, which or five, which I don't have pictures of, which I couldn't find individual pictures, is the ending of Scream 4 at Kirby's house and how all the characters are wearing outfits that match their avatar from the first movie. I don't know if anyone's ever uh, noticed that. No. But <laughs> Emma Roberts oh is wearing a flannel that Billy looks, it's very similar to Billy's flannel in Scream 1. She's the killer. He is the killer. Um, uh, wait, hold on. What? <laughs> I'm just That's um, amazing. Trevor, who is treated like Sydney's father at the end of the movie where he's tied up and. He's wearing a jean jacket and a polo shirt, just like Neil Prescott. Oh my God. Both wear khakis, I believe, but they had the same tops on. They did it by tops. Um, Charlie is wearing the same color shirt as Stu, and he's the Stu avatar. Robbie is wearing a green stab shirt. Randy wears a same color green shirt and scream. I'm crazy that I noticed yeah, you're this, insane. <laughs> but I love you're that the costume designer, it was definitely a choice on purpose. And if you go back and watch it, all of the kids are wearing their avatars outfit from the first movie. And the only one that's wearing an original outfit is Kirby because Kirby is the most original of the new kids in that movie. Absolutely true. Love. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that fun? Okay. That was wow. Okay. So (laughs) I love that as a look because I think that is genius. I know there's no doubt in my mind that Wes and the costume director got together and made those choices on purpose. Absolutely. And actually, if you watch the movie, Nico Tortorella's character of Trevor is wearing a flannel, the same color as Billy's the entire movie. And I think that's a choice on purpose to kind of lull you into that. He's it's going to be the, a repeat of Sydney happening with Billy and her boyfriend being the killer. And then they flip the switch uh, or flip the convention, which I think four is Luke Wilson as Billy Loomis and stab. <laughs> I just love that fucking his hair. Bangs. His horrible in his hair bangs and like the cheesy copycat dialogue. Oh yeah. 
Sid, when my mom left my dad, it's where the cookie crumbles. Um, so I think that's great. And we'll post all, we should post these mm-hmm. when yeah, the show comes course, out. Definitely. Um, three is Gail, the human highlighter. Oh, living. <laughs> I couldn't decide human highlighter or like a stick of gum. Um, what is that outfit? Tennis ball, I think. And I don't think, does her skirt match in color to you? <gasps> no, actually. It doesn't, right? But I love that Jennifer's kind of wearing is wearing the same outfit in Scream Three the first time you meet her because she's playing Gail in the movie. Obsessed. Um, two is just my lovely girlfriend Sydney Prescott. Yeah, Scream Two. I love both of these photos. So this is her as Cassandra. Her right? as Cassandra. It's mm-hmm. just like that shot is just so good, and it's just like her character really does have a huge arc in the first two movies. Oh yeah, and it's showing where she is. But this is my favorite look of her in the entire series. And it's after she gets attacked in the sorority house um, in the second movie. And there's that long shot on her where Derek just got stabbed and Dewey is like wrapping his arm with a bandage. And he mm-hmm. looks over at Sydney and she's just giving this look like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> yes. And the music behind it is like that brilliant Beltrami score where he's got the vocals and they're just going like uh, behind it. And it's just like such a huge you can tell she's like, fuck my life. And I just love the look on her face in that moment. And then my number one scream love. Oh I can't wait. Duh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is like physically a look with the Physically eyes. a look. Oh. I've tried to find the a full body shot of her white pantsuit. Of, of Debbie Salt. Yes. But of course, it's she's Debbie Salt pointing a gun at Sydney with her fucking bulging eyes. <laughs> and just giving the best camp performance of all time to me. Incredible. Um, holding a really fake looking gun, <laughs> which is what everybody should hold. Cause there should be no real guns. Right. Um, and just pissed off that Sydney killed her son. <laughs> Love. I could recite her entire monologue oh at the end of the movie. That'll be when I come back. I should do that okay. one day. Yeah, if, we, if we ever start a Patreon, that'll be like the $10 tier. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's what you were looking for, Sam, but those are my five Michael, favorite screen. You books. are always what I'm looking for. <laughs> and that is everything I wanted. Thank you. You're welcome. Nay, what are you watching? Uh, I watched The Purge. The first one? Uh, yeah, the first or, one. Or the show. And it had been a while. No, the first movie. Um, had been a really long time. And this particular time when I watched it, I was, I was, it was Saturday. I was in Portland and there had been like a proud boy rally. Mm. And so I wasn't going anywhere in Portland and I felt kind of like trapped in my room because I was like, what if, you know, they just start shooting people. Right. (laughs) Legitimate. Um, So that movie felt really scary when I was Mm. watching it. Um, which, sucked because of the actual circumstances, but mm. was fun because I don't often feel scared that kind of scared mm. when I'm watching something, you know, um, I save that for real life when, <laughs> when I'm scared <laughs> all the time. Um, but yeah, it was freaking me the fuck out. Honestly. Yeah. I haven't did, seen that since I saw it in theaters, a little moment of levity. Did you, cause this, I, this happened when I rewatched the purge. Did you have a moment of where you're like, I forgot there was a robot in this. Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, shit, I forgot. Yes. Uh, I you forgot. Just said that. Yeah. It's like yes. a little remote control, little robot car, man. Mm-hmm. Is it the kid from Parenthood is like controlling it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I'll go next and I think you should close us out, Brennan. Um, I've been watching, uh, so highly recommend Glow and Fleabag. Just to mm-hmm. say, I, I'm not even going to say more about them other than I can't believe it took me this long to see Fleabag. And also Glow, the new season is uh, incredible. It's my favorite season. Um, what I want to talk about is 47 meters down on Caged, <laughs> friends. Uh, I know you're all trying to see ready or not right now because that's the right thing to do. Um, let's talk about Trash. Sylvester Stallone's daughter is in this. She's giving the performance of a lifetime. By the way, legit my favorite part of this movie. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, people who they, – they go into these Mayan ruins and like scuba dive – to, but like for no real reason and then they get trapped but then here's what's <laughs> fucking crazy there's a shark in there um, but it's been it's like the descent so it's been in there so long it's blind mm-hmm. and it hunts based on like heightened senses but those rules are never explained you can't I mean it's like there's no you don't know how it's gonna find you right, you don't like know smell you don't know and then and they spend I've never seen they spend all this time setting up rules that don't matter it's fucking crazy it's they're like crawl. wow I've got <laughs> 27% left on my air and it never matters. Oh no. <laughs> or things that matter that are so odd. The only time they'll, they'll pass like an air bubble pocket and one girl goes, that's an air bubble pocket. If we run out of oxygen, we should use that to stay alive. This is like a video game. I was floored. I screamed. Yes. That one. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So here's what I will say. If you have a chance to do it this way, which you won't until it's on video, just watch a random five minutes from the film, anywhere in the film that you want up until like the first hour. Then stay for the last 20 minutes because it is incredible. The, I don't know what the movie turns itself. It makes it worth it. The last 20 minutes is bonkers. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I, all I can say is I can't believe everybody isn't talking about how ape shit that is. <laughs> so um, 47 meters uncaged friends. Did you like that or crawl better? Um, as a, I finally saw crawl. I liked crawl. I was, I crawl mean, was crawl scary. was enjoyable because it was just so ridiculous. Like yes. my favorite thing about crawl is she swims out of the pipe that leads to their basement for some reason. Right. The sewer pipe leads to their basement. Directly. Directly to their basement. Naturally. (laughs) And she swims out of it, and there's a hurricane, so there's water everywhere. So she swims out of it to try to get to safety, and there's, of course, a shark there. And then she swims by a street sign that has about 10 feet of water above the street sign. So, like, that's how much water. They're in Florida, so Mm -hmm. they said a dam broke. Okay. Um, so like you're literally supposed to believe like her street is now like 20 feet of water. She literally crawls out of the water, walks to her house. So like apparently their house is now suddenly on a hill in a swamp, Haunted hill. gets her father, and then they walk out of the house into the road towards the boat while holding a dog i'm like two minutes ago you had to swim through this water <laughs> and you swam past a street sign now you're walking by one i love movies that have no fucking rules oh my god that you will love 47 meters down i turn to my friend i go didn't she just swim by that street sign <laughs> the, th- the thing that uh, the one thing that struck me watching that movie it during no that specific out. sequence well <laughs> No, but during that specific sequence is that I really wish I could have been there while they were filming because they had to have shot that entire like city street inside because they yeah. could like fill up the room with water. Yeah. And I'm like, that just seems like the most fun you could have. Like I would want a water park built out of crawl <laughs> oh my God, yes. and I would go every day. I feel like anyone that's ever given an interview though about a movie they did in the water, they always talk oh. about how gross the water was and how sick they got while Ugh. making the movie. Ugh. Not how delicious it tasted when it went down their mouth. Oh, and then the shark that like... <laughs> Can like br- or the alligator that can like break through a set of stairs, but like can't get through a cl- 
plastic glass shower door. Yeah. I was like, this movie's everything. Into it. Into these rules. I love the rules. And then like Herculean dad who gets his entire arm bitten off. You're I'm going to say, I think we should see it together. Yeah. I, I mean, I watch it again. I mean, it was fun. Like, couldn't you argue that there are like, there are like 27 different alligators in this movie. Yeah. Um, well, so maybe I love, they have various degrees of strength and she's just dealing with whichever one she needs to. Well, the the thing I love most about crawl is they didn't try to present you with any rules. Oh no. Like, and so they didn't cheat to me. They just said, you're getting this shit and you're going to deal with it. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's better than when a movie sets up a rule and then they break their own rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Brennan, yes. I should. Do you want to just jump into your thing and know that my request is in there? We don't have to warn people. I mean, <laughs> or do you want to I can, I can preface it really quick. Um, Sam did ask that I turn my regular German Krimi segment into a parody song, which is a you know a bit of homework that I took to with gusto because that's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's who you are. Yeah, I'm into it. But yeah, just real quick, just a recap of what the Krimis are. Uh, 60s German, like really proto-slasher films based on the 1920s uh, British crime novels from Edgar Wallace. This one was actually by his son, Brian Edgar Wallace. As the credits announce in voiceover, <laughs> they don't announce any other credits, but like, by Brian Edgar Wallace, and that's it. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> This movie is Das Phantom von Soho, which is Phantom of Soho from 1964. So, of course, I'm doing music of the night from Phantom of the Opera, because why wouldn't you do that? Yes. Okay. I feel like Ernie's about to start playing something. No, I was, what He's going to turn my mic down, so what's happening. Oh, okay. I'll give you some reverb, my friend. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Ernie. Okay. I thought he was going to no, start Ernie playing Ernie is so talented. He is. A true professional. Hit him up if you're in L.A. for your, your podcast knees. What else do you do, Ernie? Everything. Everything. Hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, wow. oh boy. Okay. Oh, this is intense. Oh yeah. Okay. <sighs> I gotta get my Michael Crawford going. Hold on. Mm. Hello. <laughs> the music. I've hairdos confuse me on the decade. <laughs> Film noir cliches are all out on parade. He slips on his gold glove. It sparkles, which I love. His reign of terror is about to start. The phantom's here to stab you in the heart. Sansibar is the club where it takes place. A knife thrower barely misses your face. It's primarily a slasher. I guess that's fine. Yeah, sure. It's just hard to tell these kills apart. The phantom loves to stab them in the heart. In the end, the killer reveals predictable. And the motive is super duper Really, it just left me wanting more. But just wait for when next week has in store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
killed it. Oh my Thank god! Should it. we just stop? <laughs> wow! Wow, Brennan. Also, thank good you. job. Thank you, Brennan. You're and welcome. You're welcome to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Sam. Good idea. Okay, now you have to do that every week. Uh, I don't think I can do that every week. Um, but I love Michael Crawford. Wanted to, you know. Oh my god, my, I have like a headache now. Oh my god! Laughing so hard. That's fucking funny. Cheats hurt. Thank you. By the way, I met a fan of ours at the Nightmare on Elm Street screening named Marin, and I want to give her a shout out because she was such a huge fan of our show. And she recognized my voice. Which is insane. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? It's so, incredible. Yeah. Hi, Marin. A distinctive voice. Um, I hate the sound of my own voice, but I think most people do. So. I hate the sound of your voice? Yeah. <laughs> of their own voice. Oh, okay. Thanks, Brennan. I don't hate the sound of my voice, but I do hate the things I say. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, your voice sounds fine, but what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you always text me. Nail listen to the show, and she's like, oh my god, I'm so goddamn annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. Brennan, back to you. Wow, yes. Oh, wow. I mean, Holy shit. Oh, am I still revert? Oh, no, okay, it's not happening. Uh, um, I'm so... I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's why I wasn't really talking a lot in the first twenty minutes of this because I was on vocal rest. Yeah. Um, much appreciated. Yeah. Of course. Um, so that do you want a hot towel? That is. Neck? Yeah, I need like a lemon water with uh, <laughs> chaga mushrooms. Anyway, th- I mean that that's yeah. it. Excellent. Make sure I've, Mark hears that oh. because his his musical skills just got kicked to the curb. Oh <laughs> in true this is not a fashion too. It was like I kept thinking it was over, and there was so did more. I. Oh yeah. I, and then I'm like, the killer reveal gift. was predictable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment. Um, well, friends, we are gathered here today. Oh, that's a that's a wedding. Um, or maybe you say the same thing. It could thing. be either, yeah. It could be either. Uh, they're, we're gathering They're both places. the end of something. Um, f- to discuss Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, uh, I when I, I was choosing – thank you for being kind enough to allow <laughs> me to choose whatever I wanted. Um, this is a real treasure. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, you can get Tammy and the T-Rex on YouTube right now in its cut form. Um, it was never theatrical released, but it was released to VHS in 1994. Um, but the reason, but what we are going to be discussing today is the um, the horror cut of this film. Boy, um, is it. <laughs> and What uh, is the uh, edited cut like? Uh, it's edited like a family movie. Oh, really? Uh, so like no death. So imagine every time something, yeah, anytime it's something is going to happen that's bloody or gross, they just cut away, and they're in this or the scene's completely over. Like the ending just feels so weird because it's like, wait, what's going so on did here? they was did it air on like a family network at all or anything? No, or it would just. But I do have, I do have the story. Yeah. Um. But uh. So what happened was, uh, Stuart Raffle, the director. Um, was hired to to make this movie on a million dollars, and the guy that had it, like basically this guy who was funding it, was that much? No, it was <laughs> no. I, I he said, and not a penny over, and like that was the whole. So I actually I got I got coffee with the director because I'm so obsessed with this. Oh my god! Um, that I had to find out everything, and it's not online. Like people don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had to. I was hoping there'd be more info. Yeah, I had to go straight to the source. Wow, LA's wild. Tap it. Well, okay. Before I get too much into it. Let's let's do a trailer. Oh yes, let's. You gonna sing that too, Brandon? Absolutely not. <laughs> Everything in Tammy's life is just great, but when you're young and in love, life can get very complicated. 
especially when it involves an insanely jealous creep. That's my oh. lady, all right? <laughs> Sneaking around in your own house. Do you lock the door? That's not so Is exciting. Your boyfriend Is getting jumped in a wild animal park. And a crazy doctor. Well, that's it. Who it's turns out to be a mad scientist. Almost hard to believe that they're describing the same movie I saw. I know yeah. these pieces are there, but... an insane invention that only needs a brain. Yeah, they're making it sound like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Right? Yeah. Flagellant. What was that? Flubber? Flubber, Flagellant. Wow. Yeah. So um, I want also, to be called oh, one, I did for time. I, I cut out one of the lines that he says, but I'm going to tell you now. So I don't know why I cut it. Please. But he was like during the list of like crazy things from this teenage movie. It's like late night phone calls. I'm like, okay. Oh. I mean, did she have her own line in her room? I guess so. Because her dad called her, dad her from downstairs. Right. Her antique room. phone. Right. I was like, oh, I remember wanting that so I bad. do too. I was like, right? oh my God, I want a phone number so bad. Mm. Oh my God. Yes. Remember that as well. So this movie, the, basically the director of Mac and Me, if you guys are fans of Mac and Me, uh, that's this director. Got it. Um, Makes sense. He was approached um, with this this gentleman who owned a mechanical T-Rex, or he would have access to a mechanical T-Rex that was going to an amusement park for two weeks. Um, and so he would have two weeks. And he's like, sure, well, when is it? And he's like, I get it three weeks from now. So this entire film was conceived, written, casted, and around the T-Rex. for three, and, and, and then shot three weeks later. From the moment this wow. conversation happened. So to, to just put it, yeah. So the script happened. Who gave them a million dollars. Well, it was the guy that owned the T-Rex. Oh, so he was funny in the movie too. Yeah. So, um, private and collector. so at the end of it, um, really wanted his T-Rex in a movie. He saw the edit that the director did <laughs> oh, no. and hated it. And so he recut it himself. And so the director actually never watched it again. He never, so he's never seen it other than the edit he did for all these years. Then that edit was released and everybody hated it or loved it. If you're me, you loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, and, but there's always been this rumor that like in Italy, they released a gory version of it. And now, um, it screened at Cinepocalypse and one other like secret screening in LA. So we are the third group of people wow. to see this film. Who gave it to us? Um, uh, it's being released by, uh, vinegar syndrome. Uh-huh. Um, they're in, at black Friday, uh, of this year. So in three months, it'll be available to everybody. So y'all can enjoy it. Um, and they gave it to online, they, but they are the ones that gave it the, yeah. us the privilege of watching it. That's really yeah. Cool. I reached, I told, I said that what we were up to and also like how strongly I feel about the movie. You know? yeah, and then, and, right. and it was so nice. Cause he was like, well, do you want me to put you in touch with the director? And I was like, hell yeah. I want to meet Stuart. <laughs> are you kidding me? Can I, I like, I sent his, so his, his wife, uh, Diane is a producer on the film and I was, I was talking through her. And so she was like, well, how, how will we know? what you look or he had said how you know what you look like so i sent a picture of myself and diane replied um she's like here's a picture of Stuart with his pet tiger it's a black and white picture from 1971 i'm like this is so were those his well were those his tigers in the movie um, oh, actually, the they weren't. The panther. Yeah, they weren't. Like, where the fuck does do these people live? <laughs> he used to be in <laughs> Vista, Handler. California. <laughs> that was his first gig in Hollywood, so he's like really connected with animal. An animal wrangler. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. So, yeah. Wait, what was his first gig? I missed that. Uh, an animal handler. Oh, oh, yeah. That makes sense that there was a lion and a cheetah. Yeah, called in some what favors. I mean, now it makes sense, right? Because why would a lion and a cheetah be hanging out in a 
fucking animal park together. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like that'd and be like, over The fast. animal park is like in the, the right next to like kind of residential neighborhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Being held no with offense. like one chain, just right. one click. <laughs> Love yeah. it. But yeah, so they, uh, so this new cut, um, which he just saw for the first time a week ago, um, is now going to be released. Was he happy with it? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm pumped that we get to talk about it here and kind of so should I give my shady, shady summary now that he would you please yeah okay mine is what even is this movie <laughs> so, <laughs> but I will say I enjoyed the hell out of myself watching it oh yeah yeah my shady summary is Paul Walker looks so good in a crop top that bullies would rather have him dead than compete <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good he does that's too so fine. Um, the, yeah. uh, the actual summary, or did you, I, yeah, I was not aware we were yeah. doing so we're You good. guys we're did good. Sam's. No, you guys did yeah. my yeah. summary, which I wrote I one just for, in case. I just want to give you a chance just yeah, in case. No. Um, um, Paul Walker doesn't do anything halfway except for his t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Paul uh, Walker it. screams really hard when he pretends like his balls are getting grabbed and he's good at pretending that he doesn't have a cup on. That's wow. A, that's a yeah. summary, a summary. <laughs> A shabby summary. A shabby summary. To sell you on it, because I don't feel like that trailer really does it justice. Um, this film is about uh, Denise Richards falling in love with Paul Walker. Paul Walker being left in an animal park for dead. And his brain being transplanted into a mechanical T-Rex. <laughs> By so, Bernie from Weekend to Bernie's. Yes. So the crux of the film is like, will Denise Richards still love Paul Walker in this mechanical T-Rex? Will Paul Walker be able to get revenge on the people that left him in this animal park? Also, what's happening? Will they find him a new body that has as many abs as Paul Walker has? Yes. <laughs> Such a challenge. Mm-hmm. That was a, a shady summary I was kind of working on too. Was like he kind of he turned in, he killed way more people than the ones that bullied him. Oh my god! Yeah, he like turned into a serial killer. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he is a murderer, <laughs> like a mass murderer. And Tammy's kind of <laughs> here for it. Let's be real. She she was like. She's yeah, full of uh, like, mm, Tiffany from Bride of Chucky. She just you therapy. real hot and sweaty for murderers. <laughs> yes. Your uh, deranged parents that a blender silences the sound of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and no one can see standing behind the, behind the bush at the funeral. How did nobody see? He's moaning. Yeah. You can He's, hear his little grumbles from the corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a lot of noise. He's dripping some weird shit. I'm uh, like, I'd like to know your trick. I okay, because I feel like I can't fucking go anywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> they woke up in the barn, and her friend was there. What's the oh, gay friend's name? Byron. Oh my God. Byron. And she's like, Are, you are they still? Well, no. And then she goes, Are they still looking for us? I'm like, Yeah, bitch. They're looking for a dinosaur still. <laughs> so are you decent? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really, Tammy? Oh, my God. Tammy yeah, or Tammy. Because all she did was, like, brush leaves from her hair. Like, yeah. did she not need Byron to see her like that? I really feel like more had gone on. You know how sometimes you think that you look exactly like what just happened to you? And you really don't. Like, you can lie. Uh-huh. But you feel like, yeah, I feel like she's like, oh, I definitely look like I just got fucked by a T-Rex. <laughs> but really, she doesn't. She just looks, you know... Like she spent the night in the barn, but she with knows. the T Rex, yeah, yeah, she knows. <laughs> well, he lovingly breath. strokes her hair. Yeah, you saw oh those fingers. God, with his claws, his little tiny arms. His small, his small the hands. Oh, I cannot do <laughs> <laughs> that. Shit. This movie 
was killing me. Yeah. I was cracking up the whole time. It's so funny. I just text Nate at one point. Oh this God. movie's so dumb, but I was like, I love it. I'm obsessed. It's so fun. It was so fun. It really was. And it was a first time watch for the three of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I really loved Denise Richards in it. Love Denise yeah. Richards. Like, love Paul Walker. Uh, Looking for my Helga for the rest of my oh life. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we talk about Helga? Yes. Her fucking space princess looks in every God. space princess <laughs> domination. Smoking a cigarette's like, over a brain. They're dissecting. Yes. <laughs> yes. The yes. real hero of this film is is Helga in every moment. Yes. Like, uh-huh. I honestly, like, push the doctor out of the way. What's he doing here? Give us Helga. Well, you say the real hero, but is there a hero in this movie? <laughs> I mean, actually, I would say Byron. I yeah. think yeah. because he's, like, consistent. Yes. He's a good friend. And, and that's what I was, like, kind of surprised about because, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, thoughts. Mm-hmm. He is a good friend because I, who would stick around for all that shit? First of all, you, <laughs> you have me driving the getaway car from the cops. My black ass. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, white woman? Like you have me? No, I, I cannot drive. I text Sam two minutes into the movie, like. <laughs> Like they're literally laughing at their gay friend. Like immediately, <laughs> yeah. the first thing they do is like, are like, look at our little faggot. Like right. <laughs> we have a clip. We have, we a, clip. have a clip. Excuse me for that. using that word, but I couldn't find a better word. Oh, I mean, but that's um, kind of like what they're saying as they're. Laughing I mean, they at him. almost call him that several times. Oh in yeah, the movie, right? yeah. In that, there's that one scene where the cop is the talking cop? to the sheriff yeah. and his dad is like, oh. "We have your fa- your son." Yeah. Like, oh boy, okay. we have your this fucking. Cops. Which that sentence was not going to work, right? Anyway, um, here's that introduction scene. If it happens, okay. This was killing me. Work it, girl. <laughs> oh. Hi, Byron. Oh, she's talking like a child. Yeah. Byron, meet Michael. Well, it's pleasure to meet you in the flesh. You know, Tammy talks about you all the time. <laughs> and I can say, girl, you didn't exaggerate one little bit. <laughs> well, I got to fly. Where's he going? Oh, Away America. from yeah. them. Mm-hmm. True. Away from people who laugh at every you know single thing Byron, you say. Yeah, I think everybody knows Byron. <laughs> They're like not even laughing at what he's saying. They're laughing at him. Yes. They're so. like, look at our little mascot. Yeah. <laughs> also, people find black people to be fucking hilarious. Like, you do not have to do anything. I remember I was in grad school about to give a presentation on cervical and ovarian cancer. And literally the first line was like, I'm going to talk about cervical and ovarian cancer. The whole classroom erupts in laughter. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. This is not your Nothing is funny yet. This is really problematic. (laughs) This is not your tight five on ovarian cancer. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I actually asked because I had, so Michael had texted me right before I went to get coffee. So I was like, I'm going to fucking ask about the laughs. Cause he had brought it up. He was talking about, um, about the actor, uh, who played Theo, or his name's Theo in real life, I think. Yeah, Byron. Yes. But played by Theo. Um, and he was talking about him and he said that he was, he's like, he was amazing on set. He was, he was saying that he was the best, like, or that he just was so talented. And he said that he was a, he was a comedian. And so between all the, t- like, on set, he improved most of his dialogue. And he said that, um, that, that, uh, like, he had done a lot of writing, but he's like, how much writing can you do on, in three weeks? It's right. Mainly the two main characters, all the other side characters, you kind of give them the freedom to do what they want. And he's like, for Byron, he ran with it. And so in that scene, he was so funny that, like, Denise and Paul, like, he just kept cracking We're them still up. laughing. And like, that's what was going on there. previous takes and I was or like, something. And so I just asked him, because I was like, oh, really? Because like, it always read it to me, like, they're just kind of, like, laughing at his gay friend. And he's like, oh, no. And he's like, wouldn't you? And I, so I asked about having a gay character, because it's 1984, and, like, uh-huh. this is a 
queer character of color in a film. Yeah, and I was like, pretty cool. You know, um, like what was behind that? And he just said, well, don't you think most people are just boring? <laughs> yeah. And I said, he's in. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> so why wouldn't I put somebody interesting in the film? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and oh I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. here for okay. it. Wow. It's like, you're not wrong that most people are boring. Yes, you're absolutely correct. But sometimes I just, and I mean, Byron needs to be in this movie. I'm a, I love, I stand forever. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like fucking duh. Everyone was laughing. Like, I feel like if you want to bring the funniest punchline to anything that you can possibly think of, like you have to have either a queer black person doing it or someone else doing it, but using the same language that the queer black person would use. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that seems to always be, especially in the nineties still now, and especially now with drag race, like if someone wants to be hilarious, they're going to throw in queer black vernacular into that. Mm-hmm. And people automatically are like interested and think it's funny. And like you're charismatic. And I love that character and I love Byron and I will stand for him the rest of my life. But I also think like, I mean, I, and I want him in the movie and I think it was really in 1994. Like, that's so amazing. But I'm just saying, like, I think sometimes when I was watching, I couldn't help but think about like what it would actually be like to be Byron mm. in that town with that father, with that, right. with that best friend who gets you into all kinds of fucking trouble. Okay. We're uh-huh. fucking dinosaur boyfriend. Like <laughs> I, yeah, it was just giving me lots of thoughts. Like anxiety. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I was. I thought about it a couple times too, just because, like, yeah, I was just like, is he safe there? No, of course not. Yeah, like, I mean, to be fair, who is with a dinosaur right. running around? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also like, 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 it's also like unintentionally like a like a conver- There's a conversation there because like Billy yeah. is fucking crazy fucking psychopath and he's kind of just roaming free and oh, no one's doing anything totally. to stop him because he's mm-hmm. just the white boy like and they just break up the fight and they're like and he's literally like I'm gonna kill you yeah and he's literally just like saying super I'm gonna normal. murder you and then he does yeah <laughs> <laughs> he tries to nothing happens so I mean he eventually it does happen to him but when he yeah. does die I love when he like the dinosaur picks him up by the head and he, the one girl goes Billy's just choking around <laughs> Oh bitch, a dinosaur just pulled, picked him up by his head. Yeah. <laughs> and where was that party? Los Feliz Park? Oh my God. Or like uh, Griffith Park? As soon as I saw like the wildcats, I'm like, oh, is this Griffith Park? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> was anybody else nervous when they saw Byron appear? Because I feel like I was like, fuck, how are they going to handle this? I like mm. didn't expect to see him have a dad. Like a, mm-hmm. even any and sort of life also outside the sheriff, of too. right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't expect and to see him in the film much, and he was same. in almost and all things. And he is an integral part of anything yeah. Denise Richards is able to accomplish. It's because they worked as a team. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and Fuck. honestly, it wasn't even they worked as a team. He carried her ass. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> she and, kept making really bad decisions. And well, <laughs> yeah. And while he doesn't have a romantic interest, he does pretty explicitly say that he's queer when they're trying to find a body for uh, yeah. Paul Walker. And she's like, we're not looking for a woman. He's like, well, neither am I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he calls the one guy attractive. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. it the caveman bartender or Mr. Caveman? Oh, God. Uh, well, there's a bartender who's serving um, him and another girl. 
and they hit on each other. I remember that. I don't remember that And then the girl gets really jealous. It's at the party. party? It's the party scene. It's real fast. It's two lines. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I was like... And the girl... Mm-hmm. Yes. And she gets really protective of it, mm-hmm. but the bartender's obviously he's flirting with it. both of them. Yes. And he's into it, and they give him the moment. Yeah. I was like, fuck, You're right. this is so fucking cool. I just wish right. I had seen this as a kid. Well, he was a, yeah. he's a black queer person that survived a horror movie, which is like yeah. shit. both gold star. Like, yeah, like being black alone in a horror movie usually is yeah. death. Mm-hmm. Being queer in a horror movie is usually death. I hate that fucking line in Scream 4, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, but, so yeah, like intersectional, yeah. and he is really the only major character that lives besides her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And, oh, sorry. Back to when um, he's like picking out bodies. That I think that was... Every other gory scene, like, was funny to me. I was cracking up. But that part, like, where they're, like, holding Yeah, bodies, that was, like, bothering I me. It was really disturbing to yeah. me. Like, something about just, like, the mishandling of someone's body uh-huh. once they're never going to know. Right. No one else is going to know. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see, especially bodies of, like, black men, mm-hmm. whenever there's, like, this episode of The Office where they drug Stanley so that they can get him to go out on a sales call. And then he's, like, passed out. And they, like, put him, make him, like, go down the stairs and above. It, it's just always so disturbing to me. I can't explain it. I don't know. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. However, yeah. like that scene really tripped me out. And I also made me think about like how, it, obviously how attached we are to bodies and like the values that they have. And like when he uncovered the one and he's like cholesterol city or whatever. And I'm like, actually all of these motherfuckers in this room are dead. All, all the skinny <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah. They're dead. The just the ones, same. They're yeah. all fucking dead. You actually yeah. have no clue about anyone's health in this room. Right. They're all on dead. Body. And they all seem to be the same age. And you getting picky about bodies. You're in a fucking mechanical well, C-Rex. Like, yeah. <laughs> when he like went like this to the Asian guy. I yeah, immediately I thought, thought a grinder. I thought they were. I thought oh when he was pointing God. down that he was asking to see their dicks, <laughs> and not and not saying no. I don't want that. Oh one. my God! Because they were I, very concerned. They, with dicks. Yes, they were very concerned with dicks, and I was like, oh, he wants to see like, you know, what he's going to be working with before he picks a body. But then I like she would be like, okay, no, he doesn't want that one, and I'm like, oh, that's a that's saying next. Yeah, but I thought he was like, yeah, okay, that, let me see. Yeah, yeah like I thought of grinder meat market grinder yeah. scene. There was a very queer moment in that scene, though, that I think is maybe the most queer moment in the film. For me, it's when Paul Walker as a (laughs) T-Rex is when he gets the option of a female body and he considers it. Mm -hmm. He does. And I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Because we just had Tammy being like, I don't want a girl. And I'm like, ugh. And then Paul Walker's like, I don't know, maybe I do. You know? like. Or like, I could still be a man with that body. Yes. Which is like, yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. But yeah, sure. there is something uncomfortable about mm. you know, the the tenderness of it all. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of problematic gays on the grinder, like, yeah. saying oh, no, fats, no, no, no fans, no fans, no Asians. Yeah. yeah. No, and that I mean that's a real problem. And no, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. That scene is super uncomfortable. It actually reminded me of if we didn't talk about scary stories to tell in the dark in our tea time. Um, the movie's fun, but there is a Hispanic character in that movie who's a major character and me and my boyfriend we were watching we were like yay there's actually someone in this movie and he almost instantly gets slurred and you're like oh well <laughs> this is why we brought him here yay <sighs> and it's just like why it's just like there, there's <laughs> something to be said for diversity in casting because obviously that should always be what we're going for but when you're doing that to those characters it's right like, it's just like why what is this doing for your story this reminds me of you know? did you guys see Truth or Dare 
I yeah. didn't. So there's a there's an Asian character who is gay and his dad's yes. a cop. Mm. And I thought I remember seeing that and feeling like it was so poorly done. Well, yeah, because they I, cut away from like his major moment too. He, they did, and it was a straight actor playing gay, and it's just like the whole thing. It just didn't feel like it just didn't feel true. When I was watching this and I saw Byron talking to his dad, I was like, I, it, that felt like a moment to me. Yeah. And, I was, and, it, and immediately and it, thought about Truth or Dare and how we're not even in a place where we're doing that right now. And his dad seemed really, I mean, if not accepting, but like he, he knows who Byron is and is, you know, living with it and is, seems fine with it. Wait, you think his dad seems fine with it? I actually didn't. Oh, really? I, I read I mean, it completely oh, yeah, like his dad was like embarrassed by him. Oh, yeah, his dad was yeah. literally like about to cuff him. Like there, I mean, at one point, he's like, "You need to leave here. Yeah, like, get out of public." Essentially, he felt I, to me he looked embarrassed. Yeah, oh, that's a good. And like when the cops started to say the f word, right. I feel like mm-hmm. he he knew. And uh, what's that part? I feel like that one part. He like he would have arrested his son. Yeah, and not that maybe every cop would do that. I was trying to imagine in that moment, like would Dab, <laughs> would Deidre Ambiver, if she was a cop, arrest me or like help me hide if I'd murdered someone. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. I, I'm like, I have no idea. Which yeah. Way she'd go. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get oh, that yeah. vibe. I definitely oh, got a different vibe too. I, yeah. Maybe wasn't paying 100% attention <laughs> to this movie. Possibly. Um, look, I give it like, it was, I really enjoyed it, but I had just woken up. So I think I went to a fugue state maybe during a couple of those key moments. <laughs> and also to be fair, there's a lot happening in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I did. Oh, sorry. I feel like I see something new every time I watch it. So, yeah, I showed you something new today. Yes, yeah, you, yes did. you did. Can you uh, yes, share? Yes, you did. So, um, yeah, the scene <laughs> where they're like probing his brain to like watch his body react. Um, viewers, if you when you watch this, should I tell them because they were not going to be able. The people who are going to be listening to this won't be able to see this. You need to tell them. Should I tell them? I think well, yeah. They'll, they'll they, write. Should I note. tell them to look for a special surprise? No, they'll set an moment. alarm on their phone for three months from now. Okay, set your set your alarm. So they're probing his brain to watch his body react to like how your brain works. So like they probe a spot and his leg automatically kicks in the air. Mm-hmm. And I was watching and I was like, is that a dildo? <laughs> and I was like, and I was kind of like what Brennan said. I was kind of, I was writing, I was doing, I was writing a script at the same time I was watching the movie. So I was like, did I miss like a really important moment that there would be a dildo between his legs? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so I rewound it. actor just holding it there. <laughs> <laughs> so I rewound it. Sure enough, like nothing leading up to that. And then leg kicks up dildo. Then I noticed the actor, like the big, like <laughs> muscle head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse a me. And the tank choice. top. Yeah, holding the dildo with his own hand between Paul Walker's legs. Wow. And then when the guy's like, ha ha ha, watch this. And then they like probe his brain and like, it's supposed to be like the center of the brain that gives you an erection for some reason, even though it's all about blood to your member. So they probe his brain and then like he gets a huge erection and it's like clearly the guy movie yeah. a giant dildo straight in the air his arm moving and it's great. just so great i'm just like holy shit so like they set up the gag in the previous gag because they didn't i don't know they didn't want to like take down i don't know say cut and then add a dildo and then say roll camera <laughs> Because they cut back and forth, well, too. So, like, he didn't yeah. need to be... I'm just, like, now thinking about how long was that actor holding a dildo between Paul Walker's legs. If that was I, my job As for long the day, as it takes. Done. All right, I'm in. 
Paul Walker, but I'll do it. Yeah. 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 You have me That's as why an I got in this You get me. Yeah. Yeah. You can hire me as an intern that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of arms, uh, I have to ask, what was your favorite thing that the T-Rex hand was able to <laughs> oh do? Oh, my God. Um, flip them off, even though there's only two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> was it just me, or was he flipping them off when he drove oh, he away was, the truck? Was, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, what was my favorite thing? <sighs> I have two, so I hope Michael comes up with one so I can pick the other one. Oh, mine was charades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking nails the shit out of charades too. We have a clip of charades that I would do. love to play. Yes. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I'm just gonna say my yeah. um the one I mentioned before when he's holding up the telephone. Yes, to that's my favorite. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah. And then also when he picks up Byron and kind of dusts off his shoulders. Yes. Yes. When you recognize Byron. Oh yeah. Yes. It's so sweet. It You're is. like he's cute. So and then he crushes two random people under a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. yeah. It was also pretty. Good I was like, these that. two dumbasses are I, going under like the smallest yeah. space of a car ever. Uh, uh, oh, here's a charade scene. Sounds like, okay. sounds like uh, fingers. This is a dinosaur um, doing charades no? with an elongated gloved uh, hand. Rain. <laughs> to it describe like, it, it's it looks like opera gloves rain, because rain. You know that his hand rain, can't extend past like rain, six inches, right? Rain, but in this movie, it's rain. a long mm-hmm. hand, yeah. and it only rain. appears from other directions, <laughs> not from where the body is. So now imagine him doing this this thing to explain to her. Denise Richards sounds fucking hammered. <laughs> and here she is. You can hear the music change. She's suddenly she knows. Brain. In forty seconds, Paul Walker's a T Rex has used charades to explain everything without words. Get him on my team. Uh, oh my god, that last scene between the two of them? With just the, the boiling brain water. Oh, we're getting the, there. Really oh my god. Yeah. Michael? I, Michael? Oh, Michael, what have they done to you? The purring. So she is <laughs> truly. Yeah, like a purring dinosaur. She is selling it she in this is. movie. Yeah, I, I like her everybody else is pretty high camp, and I feel like she is giving us her best in every scene. And I think she's sticking to the script where other people aren't, because there are a couple of lines where she says, like, here's one, which is like, you're crazy. Maybe that's what I like about you so much. Uh. (laughs) Or, uh, I don't want to see you for the rest of my life, ever. (laughs) I just, uh, give me all of Denise Richards in this film forever. But yes, the end scene, nay. Oh, my God. With the brain and (laughs) the bowl? The brain in the bowl. And then she like pours a glass of oh whiskey. Oh my god, on it. pouring the alcohol <laughs> on the brain. So she is underage. How did she get this? Yeah, I'm like, where did this high schooler what are get her parents? Yeah, her parents <laughs> No, she she greets her parents tearfully and goes into the house and to the drink alcohol like, and strip tease for a brain in a jar. With that. So if you have not seen this film, there's a moment where she <laughs> essentially seduces Paul Walker's brain, like just his brain, by pouring alcohol right onto it, which I'm sure works. And uh, mm-hmm. and then does a sexy dance, mm-hmm. and he orgasms, and he yeah. orgasms. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna break the brain because he was sparking. Me too. Me too. I thought it's his brain dangerous. was gonna catch on fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, they do this every day when she gets home from school, so it must be fine. And I love that she's like so technically savvy that she figured out a camcorder was the way he could see her. Yeah, right. Oh, totally. <laughs> right, in her all white. <laughs> that feather boa. I can pour bedroom. Oh my God. <laughs> her never been kissed cosplay. <laughs> oh. All of her looks, actually. Her funeral look? Mm. Oh, my God. What would you wear to this funeral? Because she chose six crucifixes as a belt. <laughs> and a, a happy blossom. How very Madonna. 
Oh, my God. I was dying all throughout that funeral every time I would see that fucking T-Rex in the background. So <laughs> huge. <laughs> so obvious. And no one is like, holy shit. And he's like sobbing at his <laughs> uncle's also, his uncle's speech. I, yeah. I haven't been to a lot of like the graveside funerals that are always in movies. Mm-hmm. But the second the speech ends, everyone always just scatters. And does that happen? Because everyone just seems to know the cues in movies of when to leave the funeral. No, I, that doesn't happen. Because actually... Usually the family or whoever waits around for the body to get lowered in yeah. mm. and whatnot. And also, you can't just walk up to a coffin and open it <laughs> the way <laughs> <What>? she did. Remember how she tried to get Byron to do it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And he was, was like, like, not me. She's like, not doing this. I bet it ain't me. Hey, you, <laughs> not- do you do it. You do it. Byron, you're my little gay. You go do it. <laughs> I'm like, no. You already I- got me driving away, the- driving the getaway yeah, car. Yeah, my Fuck dad's you. about to arrest me. Right. But I will say, in addition to Byron, there's another queer actor in this movie. Um, the Computer Wiz is played by John Franklin, who is Isaac from Children of the Corn. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and wow. it is so apparent how much he loved being on set in this movie. He That's is right. That was him. Hamming it up, Dr. Frankenstein style. <laughs> and then the dude that gets his guts ripped oh. open. You mean his, his- in the Candyman movie or uh, Children of the Corn movie as well? Sean Whalen? Weasel? He's in it, yeah. Isn't yeah, he, in a bunch of scary movies? he was in. He yeah. was in People Under the Stairs. He yes. played Roach. Oh, right. Yes, um, and he was Drew Barrymore's assistant in Never Been Kissed. Oh, that's oh, right. My fucking. God. I feel like he's been in a lot more horror movies too. Guys, Never Been Kissed, by the way, doesn't age well. No, no. that is a movie about uh, grooming a high schooler, yep. and then being disappointed when it turns out she's an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, oh my god. God. Um, but speaking of high schoolers doing things that are way too adult, can we play just the beginning of that clip of the, uh, of the <laughs> sex scene? Because oh my God. her, because Denise Richards seducing this brain is, <laughs> she has a casual line of dialogue. I've got some good news. They found the frozen bodies of those skiers that were lost. I'm going to check it out tomorrow. <laughs> like the idea that. Hey, there's some hot Cheers. skiers. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> may, like, she's a little bit excited because she gets to fuck a skier. He's a little excited because he gets to be in it. Uh, yeah. Oh. There you Paul. go. Oh my god. Oh man. This is her giving him a drink. Uh uh uh. Your analyst Didn't said you're having trouble adjusting. Remember? He has an analyst. I think one's good enough for now. Big, this movie's so, pro mental health. <laughs> Oh is, 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 like, do you have look, health insurance yeah, no. brain <laughs> mental health is all he has at this point <laughs> Fair. he's a brain <laughs> are we yeah i think we're good okay, i think yeah. we're good um i just uh it's been a treasure sharing <laughs> this movie with you obviously um the question that i have is who is this movie for <laughs> i don't know if you can answer Denise. it but maybe i would say who would you recommend this movie to the, well, the answer is this movie is for Sam. Yes, it oh. is. I agree with that answer. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you're the type of person who actively seeks out, like, from Justin to Kelly. I and have it. Y- yeah, the kind of, like, mid-90s to mid-2000s kitsch. This is definitely... I've really, really enjoyed this movie. And, yeah, like, up until... It's thir- super fun. Oh, yeah. But up until 30 seconds before I turned this movie on, I thought it was the Whoopi Goldberg movie where she's a cop <laughs> and she has a T-Rex... <laughs> Um, Theodore Rex. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Um, perfect double feature, by the way. Oh, it should. I have, I've never seen it. So I was really excited. And at first I was disappointed. I was like, oh, this is some fucking Denise Richards movie. But I, I was really moved. Mm -hmm. It really turned me around. Mm -hmm. Who's this for? Who's it for? 
Is it a horror movie? I mean, I mean, it's it's it horror, but it's not scary. It's but there is so much gore that decapitated head hits the ground, and I'm like, oh my! god. Oh yeah, there, there's some like rippy, mm-hmm. drippy. Oh, like, all of the disembowelments are terrible, though. Yeah, yeah. like Sean Whalen's okay, holding up so that he drops on the ground. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who has like a front seat backpack full of guts. I, I always laugh at like situations where it's like you have a character like Billy who is having sex in a car fully clothed. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And she's oh, just, he's just so good. God, he's just, so, of course he's just so wonderful. At sex. <laughs> Am I good? Yeah. Am I good? That, there was screaming. a desperation to that line though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And then like, I just love no one not noticing a dinosaur. <laughs> So Again. caught up in the moment because Billy's dick is so captivating. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. No, when I first when they first start that scene and they're like lowering it on the car and she's screaming, of course the first thing I think is like, there's no way that a guy like Billy is making you feel that good. Right. Like, there's just exactly no what I thought too. No way, you know. But he's then, acting the way he does because he can't. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> then when she's screaming because she sees the dinosaur, I was I was too. Oh my yes. god, that was so funny to me. And, and then he was he's like, like yeah, "Is that good?" Because you know what, <clears throat> he would do that. Yeah, yeah he would do that. That yeah. was accurate. Yeah, whoever played, who plays that, who plays Billy? I don't know. But I really, forget his name, uh, George something. I think I looked him up. He's a handsome man. Oh, yeah, surprises. he did a bunch of soap work. <laughs> he did the X Files, right? Yeah, and I think he did like Guiding Light and stuff too. Yeah, he what my mom would call a puke. Oh my god! Like a puke, and he, he played it to like yeah, the tenth um, degree. His name's George Pilgrim. Um, his filmography is known for Tammy and the T Rex and Guiding Light. Okay, <laughs> and Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, that makes mm. sense. Sure, but I would say this that movie's for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It was. If you like so, camp, so, if you like horror, if you like comedy, yeah. if you like just Denise trash. If you like Paul Walker. If yeah. You like oh yeah. Trash. If you like crop tops, if I actually you like, had to rewind his entrance because I was like, damn. yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah. Or if you like dudes getting into fights and holding each other's dicks for like a really long True. time, That's minute, the whole while fight. everybody watches. <laughs> I like also. I just love thinking about like the logistics of movies too. Like. So, like, football practice happens during the middle of the school day. Like, that's what I just oh, yeah. was like. I loved sitting there and analyzing that shit. I was thinking about logistics when the cop asked Paul Walker why he's okay. And Paul Walker's like, oh, because I was wearing a cup. And it's like, so then did the other guy think that he either can't recognize what a cup feels like or he <laughs> thought that Paul Walker was hard and he was totally cool with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, like, Paul Walker must have a vice grip through jeans. <laughs> also, the cops eating popcorn when they oh, – God. <laughs> We're crying at the end. That was, that was sweet. I'm like, fucking uh, no. cry. Oh, yeah. yeah well, like, all of a sudden, you're like, no, pro yeah, that was That was very weird. <laughs> um, oh, so, also, oh, sorry. No, please. I just wanted to uh, shine a spotlight really quick on Terry Kaiser, um, who yes. played the mad scientist. Please. He was Bernie Wink into Bernie's. He was the evil psychologist in Friday the 13th Part 7. Oh, that's um, right. Terry Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, his but, death in 7 is so great. Oh, yeah. But Seth. he... He fully is channeling Robin Williams in this movie. Oh. Um, yeah. I had such a good time with him. Yeah. Oh, I loved him and Helga. I'm telling you. That hospital, that hospital <laughs> yeah. should be ashamed of itself. <laughs> oh, it's flatlining. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The head staples. I'm just, I'm like these two random, one who's dressed like a space alien is like, we're taking the patient. They're like, all right. Yeah. Well, no paperwork. Did, didn't they call him? Because that one doctor's like, thank God you're oh, here, yeah, Dr. Buck. Right. It is white privilege at work. <laughs> it reminds me of this video I saw on Instagram this weekend of these two white guys who will carry 
a, a ladder into like a movie theater or a museum and people As, like, think they're working and they just, they get in free. So they oof. like, they tape how many places they can just get in for free because people Whoa. think they're just carrying in a ladder for working. And I'm like, that works until you're two black men with a ladder. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, maybe you can walk into a hospital and be like, yeah, that's, this is for me. This is this person's for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking um, this like, person. Also, the, know, the, pounding on the chest of oh, CPR. It's pounding like, on a hand on the chest. I'm yeah, also like, just like loving the fact that he's in a coma from a bite on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> where was even the bite? I, I expected yeah. the whole front. Yeah. To like just be covered in blood be, or like. Right. Yeah, I, I thought that attack was going to be worse. Me too. You know, this is relevant to something else I listened to this week, which was when animals attack. Hell yeah. Jen, Jen podcast. Love Jen. Um, yeah. So maybe they need to talk about this. They should. <laughs> Jen, get on it. But 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 then the part where I mean because like look you shouldn't trust a doctor who's just slamming on chest like he's and also in smoking a, yeah in a mission <laughs> bright white and poofy Although that's and then <laughs> the wig they had on him was like insane it was black it wasn't even the same color as his hair it was like spiky I was like he looks like Katie Lang. Like, like I just was living. I love those kind of. I love noticing that shit. It's my favorite. I'm like, how did this get by an entire crew? It's like that bit, and um, I always love thinking about like Will Benson, Ben's son, Mm -hmm. and I still know you did last summer. That that got by a writer, producers, a director, the cast, the crew in a studio. Yep, and no one said maybe rethink this. You know, Michael, because it was perfect, and we can cut this if like. We can't talk about this yet, but you know, when you, I know you're, you know, you have this My movie? movie coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Wait, wait till we, wait till we watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll examine every wig. Every. <laughs> Chris, Chris Landon will nail the wigs. I have confidence. He will nail any necessary wigs if there are any. I'm sure there will be. It's, it's in uh, your writer. God, I really hope that this is a trend amongst queer wolf pod hosts where they have to like make a movie <laughs> because it seems like that's what happens with all of you. Oh my God. So. Oh, three. Yeah. 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 So Brennan, we've thing. got, yeah. Oh, we, we, go. we should tag team. On yeah. movie. Is that, is that oh, that's a bad idea. word choice, but we should. I mean, tag I, that, that, I like that. Um, okay. I want to watch that. Dominate a movie. Uh, and, <laughs> well, so normally we have our guests, um, say why they mm-hmm. I just want to say this is really easy, but obviously I love trash. And I wanted yes. to go back to my first Fuck episode yeah. of On This, which we titled I Love Trash. Yeah. Yes. And really should just, be I Love Trash um, Part 2. Like, reprise. You- <laughs> reprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a piece of me, a piece of me before I go. A piece of me being a Britney Spears reference because we need to go back to that. I thought it was going to be I thought it was, that was, uh, Ashley, Simpson. Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Pieces, um, that's pieces of me. Pieces. Pieces. Sam doesn't want to share that much with us. I'm waiting. Can't finally rest my head on something. I was telling Nay, I made an Ashley Simpson mashup this week with my um, with my uh, purpose? collaborator. You're the only person to say that yeah, to me ever. It's an, uh, it's an out of my head bad guy mashup. So, oh um, my god! If Nay texts me, guess who's told me this week that they made an Ashley Simpson mashup? You know. I would immediately reply, Sam Weinman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I actually made two Ashley Simpson mashups. The other ones with Paris Hilton's turn. So, like, are you talking like? <laughs> You said the other was Paris Hilton. Yeah, Stars so are blind in what? Just no, her no, talking? Because no, uh, doesn't she only have one song? No, she has an uh, Nothing in this world. <laughs> Excuse you. you yeah. The best one. Uh, also, jealousy is fun. Jealousy is a real trip. This one's um, Turn It On, or Turn It Up, uh, the instrumental with uh, with 
uh, Ashley Simpson oh, over there. Gonna say? Also, uh, the Missy Elliott remix of probably. <laughs> also, <laughs> Kesha sang backup vocal vocals on that album. So, oh my god, because she's iconic. Yeah. So, um, so I, well, I got this, this is really where we're Sam but, and my Venn diagrams. Oh, wait, oh, this was going to be my question. So we needed as so. far as mashups. Are you talking like um, Becca and Pitch Perfect mashup? No, it's really okay. just like one instrumental Wait, and then uh, one like acapella version layered on top in a creative way. Got it. Okay. Wow. Um, I really I like the Pitch Perfect movies. I do too. Yeah. yeah. So does this movie get a pride float? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely in 94. And, and what yeah. does it look like? Because I love when you tell me. Uh, a big yellow truck with a little T-Rex head sticking out of the top of it. <laughs> what was that truck for? What would it carry? Fruit, I guess? Anything. Um, it's a big actually, bowl with it's a brain. A dinosaur Could that be truck. another one? Also, a if you're... A big bowl with a brain. If you have a truck that big, why not spring for the one slightly bigger so you can't see the T-Rex in the back of the truck? <laughs> 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 Uh, I want my pride float to just be like a giant payphone and then a T-Rex hand <laughs> trying oh, to answer it. It's a little I hand. can't get enough. Or, oh no, sorry, take it back. It's a it's covered in go-go dancers with the with T-Rex gloves on. And they're okay. just oh, doing that's different good. things. That is very good. That's clever. Yeah, but they ha- also have white feather boas. And Denise Richards mm-hmm. is there. Denise there are Richards white feather, is on a feather boas for sure. <laughs> I think Byron has like a ball. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he reminds me of Billy Porter. Yeah. And he could fully MC. Yeah. And I still need to watch. Hopefully someone now. makes because I I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just kept imagining Denise Richards getting fingered by the the T Rex talent. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and the, his like, motor skills are strong. You know? They he, are. I feel like as soon as she realized she was like, Hey Michael, like yeah. it was like Already imagining can what you we can file that down a little. And yeah, maybe can you dig? get a glove with some cotton balls, like all the fems talk about. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so yeah, maybe a, a sex toy also that gets passed out from the. I love that. Yes, uh, a talon. So before I go, I have one more request. I don't know if you would you be down. Yeah, guys, I have <laughs> wanted to play. Nays, oh nays, yeah nays or so if we did a lightning round yes so there is a quick 10 question lightning round of nays yays or nays it's me asking all of you if you are yay or nay oh um, i thought it was just sam is it all of us yeah it's all of you of okay oh. um and so you can just shout out yay or nay and okay. you know if you need to explain i understand <laughs> um and i want you all to think about these things in the context of like Kind of like not necessarily red flags when you're dating, but oh. would you yay or nay knowing that this is a quality of someone that you're dating or okay. like a thing? So this is like, okay. is this a deal breaker? Dating. Yeah. Like, is this a deal breaker? Okay. Okay. Cargo shorts. Nay. nay. Wait. Nay means you don't like it. Yeah. Right? Okay, it means nay. like absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's an absolutely not. I, I cannot it. imagine a world. Where that would be okay. Okay. I think I text somebody at least once a week about the horribleness of cargo shorts. <laughs> no, cargo shorts are the pride flag of heterosexuality. Yeah. Um, and the lesbians, though. Wait till all these hiker dykes um, <laughs> tweet us, like, where men, else men, am I going to put my water bottle? <laughs> yeah. Guys. Oh, my God. Um, maybe. <laughs> Your hand? Second. Yeah. No, but see, lesbians uh, have enough carabiners to like hook it up just onto them. It's different. So, I'm like lesbians you know, in cargo shorts different than men in cargo it's very shorts. Different. I did sleep with a cowboy once when I was in Texas, and he had cargo shorts. And afterwards, he goes, "Tell me what big city life is like." <laughs> oh, Were you staring up at the stars? Did he have like an alfalfa sprout in his mouth? Did, yeah, he did. Uh, let's <laughs> That's Sorry. what we call oh, it. it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is a T Rex. <laughs> yay or nay yay yay okay well is yay. it 
if, if, under certain conditions, yeah, I could see myself doing this. Mm-hmm. If he had no choice, the way Michael did, yeah. If your man turned into a T Rex, you would stay with your man. Yeah, if he's as good at yeah. charades as Michael was, no, right? Nay. He can work those hands. I, look, I I wouldn't <laughs> dismiss him as a person, but he's literally not a person. Yeah, well, true. But no, like <laughs> I I don't like guys who are too muscular because I don't want to I don't want to be with someone who I'm worried would crush my skull with their thighs. <laughs> what they call Helga the lanky one? <laughs> okay, it's yay for me. Okay. I just I I don't want to be with someone who I'm fairly certain could murder me. Real, I'd be I'd be like I'm glad you can't talk anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, hold on. It locked out. Okay, uh, wants to finger you with a T-Rex talon. Nay. 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 Uh, wants to go on a date at the Magic Castle. Nay. Nay. Yeah, yeah I'd do that for fun. I'm just terrified once. of magic. Oh. Or magicians. The, the last time I went there, it was like trash. I've been once, and I had a great time, and sat next to Robert Redford. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. I've been t- Rod Stewart. I'm sorry. Sat by Rod Stewart. The first time I went oh, yeah. there, it was a better <laughs> dream. <laughs> experience first time i went the last time i went like there was just drunk people fucking everywhere there yes there mm-hmm. was oh. lots of yeah oh fucking lots of oh were no, they, like, they were like they're drunk fucking people everywhere people okay everywhere. Oh, okay got it. Uh, i will say um kelly maroney of chopping mall and night of the comet uh-huh. is Love an official her. member of the magic castle um oh, cool yeah good cool. to know That's we got to connect yeah yeah um, next question. Surprise. He's the magician. Nay. 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 Unless it's Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Like, why close yourself off? Yay. Like, that seems fine to me. I had There's a, a lot of misogyny in magic. I don't know if you, like, in the world of magic, like the magic cutting castle. women open and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, like, in the, it's like, so my friends actually <laughs> wrote a pilot last year. It, it didn't end up going forward, but they wrote a pilot based on the magic castle. And it was about the first female magician. There's like never any women in mm. magic at the magic castle because it's like the world of magic is supposedly like very misogynistic. And like who the fuck? Even, no, that's rude. I was like, who the fuck even wants to be there? But that's not, that's rude. Of course people want to be there. Right. Magic is cool. That's fine. Yeah. And um, sorry. I was just, so I, I'm just, I'm just alluding to the fact that I feel like, if he was a magician, he'd probably be a dick bag. I was just trying to be open-minded and you made it very problematic. And now I'm in a really weird space. <laughs> Into it. Cause like, I was like, well, I didn't I'm think it's problematic. You're, you're yeah. now you acquired info. You didn't I'm just trying before. not to judge someone based on their job. Yo, that's real. That's true. I hear that. But still nah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> can't do it. Next one. Um, is a Disney annual pass holder. Nay. Yay. Okay, yeah, listen. Yeah. I've been a pass holder, but does he have a pin collection is the question. If he has a that pin is... collection, it's a nay. If he just has the pass, yes. Look, I, I grew up in Anaheim. My dating pool would be very shallow if I did a nay <laughs> on it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's fine. Also, I had a, like, as a teenager, my boyfriend was like a year older and he's kind of like a sugar daddy. He bought me my uh, Disney pass. Is this the tutor? What? Is this the tutor? Yep. Yep. It's the same guy. Yeah. Wow. I love learning more about you. Look, I specifically was like, please don't buy me this. I don't know if we're still going to be together a year from now. And he decided he wanted to. And we broke up nine months later and I got three months of free Disney. So that's cool. That's how you do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, prefers Pepsi over Coca-Cola. Yay. Yay. I was, yeah, I have uh, Coke written down. Then I was like, I should be clear. Oh, false. Uh, Britney Spears did a Pepsi campaign <laughs> and she's all over the Coke say. cans. And that's like a cool Pepsi song. And- like her Pepsi song is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I grew up in a Pepsi household. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't know how it happened, but yeah. Diet Coke is literally the first website I ever went to on my own. <laughs> that I was, is so I was to work with my wow. mom one day and she had the internet. She worked at the university and I was like, I can't, everything has a website. This is so, there wasn't even like, a, there was like Ask Jeeves, <laughs> but like, you know, and I was like, does, cause my mom obsessed with Bing. Diet Coke uh-huh. and I was like, does Diet, and I went to dietcoke.com and I could not believe it had a website. I was like, oh my God, why that. would it even have a website? Oh <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Grew up um, in a Pepsi household, but moving here, I prefer Coca-Cola. Uh, I just prefer Britney Spears. Yeah. I don't, I don't drink either. So I don't, I don't really drink care. either either really, yeah. but yeah. I like a good Coke at the movie theater, though. I like it at In-N-Out. Mm. And, and McDonald's. barbecue. McDonald's mm. Coca-Cola is really good. I like a McDonald's Sprite. That'll clear your sinuses. Uh. <laughs> You're yeah. like, wow, what is going on? Their fountain drinks are really good at McDonald's. <laughs> Sounds just like my mom. She's like, I need a fountain <laughs> and their drink. Fries. Except, don't bring me a can. My hangover cure used to be like a fountain Coke from McDonald's. It was That's what genius. I would always like, love. No, but what, why do they have Powerade in the soda fountain? Because that does not mix with the salt from the fries whatsoever. No. Makes you more thirsty. Well, you know when you're being healthy. <laughs> anytime you say fountain coke though you sound like 80 years old oh, so funny to me okay, I, I get, we I just have a few yeah. more oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Okay. okay this person hates Rapid your fire. favorite band or artist they're like I actually hate Britney Spears nay and, oh, yeah. I'm no sorry him, yeah. I, I gotta yeah. I gotta do, cause I used to date people and make exceptions and then I, mm-hmm. I kept dating people I don't have anything in common with mm-hmm. yeah I'd probably mm-hmm. say nay like if, if Brian didn't like horror movies I'd be like mm-hmm. yeah I was I was translating it to horror movies too and I would say nay do that too it's yeah. not even like, but just like accepts being with them and around them and like watching one yeah. of me sometimes or whatever. Yeah. Brian was very indifferent when we met, but now he enjoys them, which is like amazing. Makes me so happy. <laughs> Crossover. Mm. Um, <laughs> cute. Okay. This person cute. uses the phrase elevated horror. Uh, nay. Oh, fuck you. Nay. 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 Yay. Only because I, I gotta, I can't nay everything. Same like fancy okay boys. Well, also because like I want to argue with him about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Real spice. Um, makeup sex. Had some elevated mm-hmm. makeup sex. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the, last the second one, bunk. The last one. Um, believes in the second coming of Christ. Uh, nay. 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 There's <laughs> no un- fucking. Un- unless, <laughs> unless he thinks it's Big me. Gun. Nay. Wow. Big gun. You dropped yeah, that he, mic. He already got it. <laughs> um. That's Friends, it. thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, yeah, thank cool. you so much for I have really enjoyed my time together, and it's I will been a miss blast. you. Thank and you we for will, what, we, uh, will see, we will see you soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring me back sometime. Yeah. yeah. As we go, <laughs> we remember. <laughs> no, it's done. It's done. All the times we. Where can I find everybody? Because I'm going to stalk you now that I'm gone. Like you don't already follow uh, us. Right. Like I'm not in your DMs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Michael Kenken. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Black Cupcake. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at It's Raining Brands. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Queer Wolf Pod and continue to follow my crimmy reviews at alternateending.com. What about you, Sam? You can find me at Sam Wyman on Instagram and at Sam Wyman on Twitter. And you can find my movie, The Quiet Room, on Shutter yeah. or Crypt TV. So go watch it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That was so fun. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank this you for bringing this movie to us. Yes. yes. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I ended up look when I, you know, typed in the password and whatnot so we could watch the movie. I was like, oh, this is not, 
when you said the movie hadn't come out, I thought it was a new movie. And then I had to do all this research to figure out why, like, this movie is password protected. And, like, you know, like, oh, so thank you so much. Yeah, it was, it was, a lot. It was Thank you, Vinegar Syndrome, nice for yes. giving us yes. this movie to, to be able to explore together. I'm glad we yeah. all really had fun with it. Yeah, so fun. And we'd love to watch it with all of you. With a group. Yeah. Screaming. Definitely. Yes. yes. Maybe Black Friday when it comes out. Yes. Yeah, cute. All right, well. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.